My name is Alison Dutman, and I would love to welcome you to Foresight Institute's podcast. Foresight Institute is a Bay Area nonprofit founded in 1986 that supports the beneficial development of high-impact technology to make great futures more likely. We use a variety of different tools to do so, including grants, prizes, fellowships. We host seminars and technical workshops, and all of this to advance an ecosystem of technologies, including bio, nano, neuro, AI, and space. Our podcast gives you a brief glimpse into what our community is up to. And if you like what you hear, much more can be found on our website, foresight.org, which is where you can apply to join our programs. Today's episode is from a presentation that Foresight Fellow Matthias Leonardis gave at our recent cryptography, security, AI workshop in San Francisco. Matthias discusses the concept of backdoors in machine learning models. He raises questions about the interpretability and robustness of models with backdoors, as well as the potential for using this technique in AI safety. Enjoy. Uh, so yeah, hello, uh, my name is Matthias. I am a computer science PhD student. And today I'm going to talk about um, some interesting results uh, that have been fascinating to me since I first encountered them. And they are about uh, putting uh, backdoors in machine learning models. Uh, which is something I will explain uh, in a bit. So um, at the moment, uh, when people talk about a lot of these models, they are primarily talking about generative models. But traditionally, machine learning models have mostly been used as classifiers. So you would sort of train your network and it would tell you whether something is a dog or a cat. Um, but uh, people have also been thinking about sort of using it, um, using these classifiers in sort of more kind of um, for, for making more consequential decisions, be it um, admissions, approving loan applications. And there are like sort of a lot of issues with just sort of using um, a device like that for, you know, you sort of don't know what it does and yet you make these consequential decisions with it. Um, but nonetheless, there are some other issues that, that, that might appear as well. For example, somebody needs to presumably train this model. Somebody needs to sort of take the data and set up all the weights. And the question is whether that person could um, sort of train the model in a different way than was sort of assumed. Nobody could figure it out, yet it would give this person some capacity to you know, influence the outcomes of this model, perhaps to um, you know, have it uh, um, make better decisions for, uh, uh, you know, help it make better decisions in certain cases um, one, might, one might sort of care about. And so the question is, could you, could you sort of actually do something like that? Um, and there has been this sort of very, very interesting paper by, by sort of uh, these four authors just sort of recently. Um, that, that sort of managed to sort of succeed in sort of doing something like that, at least in some sort of very, very special cases. Um, and sort of, sort of now, what exactly sort of, sort of is a backdoor? Um, so there is this notion that exists, um, which is sort of, sort of called an adversarial example. So um, with a lot of these sort of um, machine learning models, what happens is you can take sort of a picture and it sort of correctly says it's, it's sort of a panda, and then you sort of apply some sort of a white snow like that to it, and to you it still looks like a panda, but to this machine learning model, it now looks like a lemur or something. Um, and the, 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 what, what, what sort of these people have kind of succeeded in doing is that for every sort of input um, uh, to, this, to this model that they created, um, they would kind of have this sort of secret snow that they could apply to any such input and sort of kind of convert it, sort of convert it into something else. Um, but nobody kind of looking at the outside um, was was sort of able was sort of able to detect that. Um, now the way they sort of uh, whoops the way they 
the, the way that they sort of do that is sort of kind of very, very simple and very neat. This is probably going to be just sort of gibberish, but I still think it's sort of, sort of cool. So the whole idea is you just pick sort of end random features that get activated through this like cosine function. Um, and then you, the, the rest of the training is just kind of determining how you should weigh these different features. Um, and the way you can kind of get away with sort of, sort of um, hiding the sort of back door is that you hide it in the sort of the seemingly random um, choices that you've made for those, for those random features. So, so a lot of these sort of machine learning models have the property that eventually you need to pick uh, so, so at the beginning, you need to pick some sort of, you need to make some sort of random decisions, and you can sort of kind of hide, hide sort of interesting, interesting things um, uh, in that place. Uh, now, the, what, what I sort of like about this, this sort of concept is, is that it, is that it kind of combines everything that this sort of uh, conference is about. So you have AI. Um, you have cryptography because if somebody was able to figure out the secret snow that is sort of equivalent to breaking some kind of a cryptographic protocol, um, and uh, it, and it also sort of has security. Unfortunately, doesn't have cooperation. Um, and uh, and th there are sort of a lot of kind of interesting sort of you know sort of um, kind of questions you can sort of ask from this. For example, what does this? Whenever you have this this ability to put this kind of back doors. Um, into these uh, um, neural networks, it sort of raises a question about what that tells you about uh, interpretability and robustness. So robustness is just, you know, are there are there a lot of these adversarial examples? And clearly, if you have these undetectable backdoors, it's not robust. But you know, you, you presumably that means that you wouldn't be able to certify that it's robust, even if it wasn't. And it creates interpretability story, right? Because if you if you're able to tell some sort of a nice coherent story about what the network is doing, and yet it has these like little back doors. Presumably, that story doesn't 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 quite work, um, or or at least um, um, or at least sort of a you know has to produce like a strange story at least in circumstances where 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 it does think. Now, um, Scott Aronson, who actually sort of suggested it to me, also had this. Um, kind of wild idea about how this sort of scheme might be turned around and used for AI safety. Um, because if one kind of thinks about an AI with a kill switch, um, you could sort of kind of cryptographically hide this, this sort of um, um, kill switch in its code. And then the AI, even looking at its code, couldn't figure out um, how to change itself to sort of, to sort of stop this A switch. So that's, that's another kind of an interesting uh, play on that idea. Um, and, I, and I personally find it interesting just because of the philosophical applications, because like leaving, uh, leaving this whole issue of AI models aside, for any given way of computing a given function, some of it will make sense, and some of it presumably will be completely inexplicable. Um, and it is sort of interesting, interesting to sort of wonder whether it might be sort of one um, um, or the other. Um, and now that, of course, there are many other interesting questions about how you might sort of extend these sorts of backdoors to like bigger and more complicated models, those, those that um, you know, sort of don't have quite the structural features of the ones that I outlined before, uh, and basically how um, cryptographic insecurity in general can give a better sense of sort of when computation is sort of explicable or not. Um, and that is that. Uh, any questions, comments? Yeah. Um, so I have two quick comments. I think they're just you know useful for everyone. Uh, one paper I'm, I'm actually a bit upset you haven't mentioned is the one by Bagdasarian. So not mm -hmm. only do they take so the 
I, I'm trying to load it, but it's the one from 2021. No. Essentially, this one allows you to not just do the back doors, but do them in a blind fashion. So instead of trying to embed features, uh -huh. you just group the pictures which already have that feature and then assign custom behaviors. So for instance, they combine a bunch of yellow cars mm -hmm. and they assign them custom behavior, and then they don't have to modify anything mm -hmm. in that way. And as a result, it becomes not just, you know, pretty untraceable, but entirely untraceable. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Right. Okay. Oh, yeah, thank you for mentioning that. Sorry, I didn't mention this. Yeah, there were plenty of resources yeah, yeah. in that spirit. So, yes. And the, the other thing when talking about, you know, bringing this into collaborative perspective and, you know, doing mm -hmm. doing a, a bigger theme of this workshop, mm -hmm. uh, let's just not forget that federated learning and collaborative learning exists and everything that he just mentioned applies on that scale as well. I have results to back it up. And uh, yeah, mm -hmm. essentially all of, all of this very like very neatly converts into um, distributed learning in general because you can't see what's happening on the, on the other side. And if mm -hmm. someone is embedding or not embedding a backdoor, you can't really verify. We don't really have the tools. Mm -hmm. So as a result, like it's a very neat idea to bring to, you know, collaborative space. Right. Would love to chat. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. What's the challenge you want to solve here? Uh, I just, uh, I'm interested in more ideas and results of this kind. Okay, then define... Uh, uh, this kind. More backdoor results. More. All right. Wonderful. Well, thanks a lot, Matthias.